0: Those of you who have lost a loved one will know that in the first shock of their death, that there are things just fly past you, and you are full of emotion. You know that you have had a major loss. but you also know from your experience that in those first hours and days of suffering loss of someone whom you have loved and respected and known, there are many practical things which you have to do. And these practical things have the ability to help you to bring your grief and your emotion to some level which you can cope with, but you know still just how severe the blow has been to you. You will know too that to be able to visit the place of a person's burial or a place where their ashes have been interred or scattered is also something which is very helpful in helping you to come to terms with the reality of death. Your experience, no doubt similar in many ways to the experience of the ladies who came to Jesus' tomb early in a new day. It was, as the Bible tells us, still dark. But they came to that place where Jesus had been interred. They came primarily to do what they thought would be needed to prepare Jesus' body for a more normal burial. That in itself would have been a comfort to them as they had gone about that work. But you can be sure that in coming to that place of burial they would have been forced forced in a way to accept that Jesus who had been crucified would no longer be part of their life in reality. He wouldn't be there for them to hear his words. He wouldn't be there for, him, for them to see him walking around. They wouldn't be there that they might know still his personal power for them. But And there is always a merch. I don't think we could ever stand understand the state of shock that these women would have felt when they were asked, why do you seek the living among the dead? Why? Why do you seek the, the living? among the dead. I'm sure that none of them immediately thought of Jesus coming back to life. Why are you here? They were asked by those who were in glittering, shining garments. They could have answered that question easily but not the first. I'm not sure if any or many of you have ever been on holiday, and that holiday has taken you to the island of Puerto Rico and to the capital city, San Juan. But if you have ever visited there, you may have had the opportunity to see an old, old chest which is there, a large chest. In the 18th century, this chest was used to hold the housekeeping money for the governor's household. It was a very large chest, and very unusually, it had three keyholes. You needed three keys to open it. If you are any of you are like me, I have great difficulty in making sure I know where my one key is. The laughter tells me that I'm not alone. This chest needed three keys to open it. And only when the three keys were inserted would the chest open and allow its treasure to be revealed. This morning, I hope we might just manage to unlock the chest which would give us another understanding of Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection. It seems to me that the chest which has the treasure of Jesus' coming again to life has three keys required to reach a proper understanding the first key is this in order to experience a living Lord it is necessary to come to terms with a dead Jesus inappropriate as it may seem among all the alleluias, among all the celebrations of Jesus' resurrection, begin with facing up to the reality of Jesus' death. Because Jesus was crucified. He was dead. He was interred. And down through the centuries... Those who were close to the occasion found no evidence that that was not the case. And in century after century, those who did their research, those who have searched for reasons and proof that he did not die, have come up empty-handed. Pleasant or not, if you and I are to experience the joy of resurrection, it is necessary, indeed it is essential, that we come to terms with the fact of our own death. Life in this world always ends, whether at nine or 90 Or whether, as most of you know, having sung happy birthday to me three weeks ago at the age of 86, there are some ladies here this morning whose birthday it is today, I didn't have the courage to ask them how old they were. If we acknowledge the fact of death, it becomes easier to understand That life, life is a gift, a gift from God. And we should live our life, not for our own sake or benefit, but also for the sake of other people. Live your life, not for your own sake, but for the benefit of other people. And live it with humility and no great pride. And then the second key. The ladies were asked, Do you not remember what he said to you in Galilee? And they began to remember. And it started to make some sense. He had told them that he would die, that he would rise again on the third day. Somehow, through the power of God, death had been defeated. And God's kingdom was open to all believers, to all believers. You and I, we don't live in the age of those women who went to the tomb. We are much further away. And it might have been easier to jolt them and to jolt their memory. But we have more than 2,000 years of testimony on which to root and to grow the harvest of our faith believe, accept that the Christ who was crucified rose again. And remember what has been passed down. Why do you seek the living among the dead? And then there is a third key a third key to accessing a resurrection, the power of resurrection, there is the community of faith. The one who returned to the Father did not simply leave behind him an empty tomb. He left behind a community of believing people, a community of faith, empowered, empowered by the promised Helper, the Holy Spirit. And today, if you want to unearth the available strength of Jesus' resurrection, discover the places where two or three are gathered together in His name. And He will be there. Two weeks ago, there were some visitors here and they said to me as they left, they thanked for the service and they said very powerfully, here is a place where we have felt the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, I would have said, is in this place. Use it. Enable it to you to be as you would want to be. The man of God is not dead. His promises remain. Remember his words. Lo, I am with you to the end of the age. Our age. And the lovely thing is, I go to prepare a place for you. I will come back and take you to myself. I would not tell you this if it were not so. And so I can tell you this morning, as one who has conducted worship in many, many different places, that here in this place and within this congregation, there is life because here is the Holy Spirit. And in the weeks and months that follow for you as a congregation and indeed as individuals, remember that yes, Jesus died. Remember, yes, that he rose to new life. Yes. I will come back and take you to myself.